BBC Listen. From Angola Titan to Aristosuchus and Celosaurus to Sinraptor, it's time for two awesome rivals to face off in the greatest race of all time. Welcome to the Dino is the place where two prehistoric races compete to see who can reach the finish line first. But you know it's never easy. The landscape is always different. From thorny thickets to slippery slopes, anything goes in the Dino Dome. I'm your host, Ananda Shalala, and as always, I'm joined by paleontologist and Dino Dome Factosaurus, Tim Richard! G'day, Domers! Let's get ready to roar! From the Pleistocene of Australia, it's as long as a small car, as tall as a fridge, and as heavy as four cows. It looks like a whopping wombat. Make some noise for the largest marsupial ever! Also from the Aussie Pleistocene, it's as tall as a red kangaroo, but twice as heavy. In fact, it is a room. Give it up for the most colossal kangaroo. Tim, are we just looking at a couple of everyday pouched Australian mammals that are a bit swollen? No, rest assured, our races are ancient animals. Some of the youngest competitors we've had in the dome, and not technically dinosaurs, but just as dino-mite, they're megafauna. Mega mind-blowing. Let's check the landscape for today's clash. I spy grass. Trees, a waterhole. Is that a fence? And a building with a glass wall. Ooh, it's filling with water. And another fence zone, but with gum trees. Animals! Elephants, zebras! Seals! Lions! It's a zoo! All right, Diprotodon, let's call her Dippy. And Procoptodon, Proco, will start the race just outside the African animal enclosure. They'll make their way past the zebras, around the elephant's waterhole, and straight through that lion's den. Yikes! Then they'll make a splash with the seals before bringing it home through their natural habitat, the Australian enclosure. Races, on your mark. Get set. Megafauna, go! So, Tim, surely Croco's going to win today. The leap of a kangaroo must outdo a waddling wombat. Nope. Croco's already lagging behind. What? Come on, Croco, show us your bounce. That's the thing. Procoptodon didn't hop like today's kangaroos. See how she's walking upright? Yeah, like we do. She also has a big butt like we do. Excuse me? I mean, 
humans in general, our butt muscles are much larger than other comparable species. And that's to help us stand on one leg at a time without falling over. Well, while Rocco walks, the wombat has dashed ahead. That's the other thing. Dippy is not a wombat. But she's the super-sized spitting image of her cuddly cousins. They're actually only distantly related. Whoa! Dippy just rammed the fence of the African enclosure. And she's not having much luck, though. These fences are made to keep big beasts contained. And Dippy's head doesn't look built for Randy. You're right. Her skull is actually lightweight and filled with lots of air pockets. Wait, it's not just Dippy ramming the fence. The animals inside the enclosure are joining in. With pressure from both sides, that fence could actually topple. Whoa, those African elephants are powerful. And I thought zebras were placid. They're booting that fence with the force of a football team. They have a powerful kick. The fence has fallen and the elephants and zebras are on the loose. Here comes Brocco. Finally. Look out! The African animals are stampeding out of there. Brocco's sheltering behind what remains of the fence. But where's Dippy? There she is. While the elephants and zebras were busting out, Dippy found a gap and made her way into the enclosure. She's heading towards the waterhole. And the African animals have scattered throughout the zoo. Good luck out there. Rocco is following Dippy through the gap. Racing is thirsty work, so I wouldn't be surprised if they stopped for a drink. Oh no. Is Dippy sinking? The ground is squelchy around the waterhole, and Dippy's heavy legs aren't built for trudging through thick mud. She's still moving, but much, much slower. As one foot sinks, Dippy has to push down on the other three. It's a real balancing act. If there were predators around right now, our huge herbivore would be an easy-peasy target. She's no predator, but Rocco has taken advantage of Dippy's muddy mire. She's speeding up and practically power-walking around that waterhole. That mud is no problem for her. She's striding ahead and, in fact, Speed would have been her greatest defence against predators like... Lions! I can hear them, but I can't see them. Oh, no! It looks like the rampaging elephants have knocked down their fence. The lions are out and on the prowl. Thank Giganotosaurus. The distant roars were enough to motivate Dippy to get out of that mud. She's shaking it off and following Proko to the edge of the enclosure. But where to now? Both of our megafauna look a little spooked. While they haven't encountered the likes of Simba and Scar before, they are acquainted with a marsupial lion known as Thylacolio. And they sense that roar is the sound of danger. Those roars are getting closer. It's time to move, mega marsupials. Croco spotted an exit. It's a tall metal gate, probably just for the zookeepers. That's no use without a key. Oh, we'll see. Croco has long, strong arms for reaching way up high to pull leafy branches down for dinner. Is she latching onto the latch? Fair dinkum. You're right. So 
It's unlocked. There's a zookeeper out there somewhere who's going to get in big trouble for that. Rocco and Dippy are through the gate and into the lion's den. At least it's empty. Or is it? There's one lion still lurking and it doesn't look happy to have guests. Okay, Megafauna. You've got size on your side. If you stand together, you might intimidate our maimed mate. Rocco is leaning back onto her long tail. Oh, she's in attack mode. Now she's raising her feet into the air. Is she going to kick the lion? It sure seems that way. The lion is cowering. Phew. And they're off. Don't mind that stray elephant on the footpath. Jeez, it's Animania out there. Dippy's edged ahead and is squeezing through the public entrance to the aquarium. Rocco's behind her. They are squashing those seats as they trample through the building. The damage bill in this zoo is going to be mega. They've reached the glass wall. Oh, look, the seals are balancing falls on their noses. Oh, clever. Snap out of it, Tim. And more importantly, keep moving, Frocco and Dippy. It's not too far to the finish line. Dippy is heading up the ramp to the top of the pool with Frocco on her tail. There's only one way forward for our races now. Through the water. Here goes Dippy. Incredible. While we know they're only distant relatives of Dippy, plenty of today's Aussie land wildlife can swim. Kangaroos? Yep. Dippy has already reached the edge. Oh, she's not finding it easy to climb out. She'll manage. Her front limbs are longer than her back legs. Rocco is giving her a boost from behind. That's the Aussie spirit we love to see. Dippy's out. And Rocco's out too. Oh, and the seals are waving goodbye. Now just one more zone to pass through before the finish. And it should be familiar. It's the Australian enclosure. What's that? Is it raining koalas? One has landed on Dippy's head. And another on Proko's back. They're the size of sheep. They're not koalas, they're drop bears. Oh, don't be ridiculous, Tim. Drop bears aren't real. They're just a myth we made up to scare tourists. And there's another one on Dippy's shoulder. Surely these are just super-sized, run-of-the-mill koalas falling from trees. Well, actually, Amanda, drop bears did exist 15 million years ago. What are they doing here, then? <laughs> Anything goes. But seriously, researchers just recently discovered that carnivorous drop bears called nimbodons once lived in the rainforest canopy of eastern Australia. But hang on, these nimbodons don't look like they're hurting the races. No, they're not. They're losing their footing. They're just... Clumsy. Swipe that drop bear off your face, Dippy. The finish line is right there. Rocco's coming home strong, despite that extra cargo pouring at her back. 
Tippies offloaded the Nimbadon. Please don't tell me a drop bear is going to win. Both races are shedding their passengers. Rocco picking up the pace. But it's too late. Dippy is thundering home. Diprotodon is fast across the line. She's definitely not a waddling wombat. And here's Rocco, a solid second place. You grab the trophy, Amanda, while I run our domers through an action replay. Dippy took an early lead and helped the herd of elephants and zebras to freedom before almost getting stuck in the mud. Croco opened the zookeeper's gate, leading both races into a lion's den. They enjoyed the seal show before swimming to their Aussie homeland, before drop bears fell from the trees. But it was Dippy who managed to swipe the Nimbadons away to cross the finish line first. Thanks, Tim. I'm here with the Dino Dome trophy. Dippy, shall I put it in your pouch? I think that's a yes, Amanda. Where did you come from? <laughs> there was a drop bear hiding in Dippy's pouch. <laughs> and they've snatched the trophy. Like a bush ranger. <laughs> that's it for today's race. Join us next time as two more creatures go head to head in the greatest race of all time. No dinosaurs were harmed in the making of Dinodome, as they're all extinct. Therefore, all sounds were made by animals and people, including tigers, pigs, elephants, and honey badgers. <laughs> yes, honey badgers. Dinodome is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For more great podcasts to play, music to move, and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app for free from your app store.